So all my students want a successful business. Whatever successful means to them, whether that's six figures a year, seven figures a year, or if that just means having raving fans or products you feel really good about that sell really well, whatever you define as success, that's what we're working towards every single day. And that's what I'm trying to help you with every single week on this show. But there is a critical key to success, the most important key to success that so many people fail to realize. It's probably not what you think. This is so important. I don't want you to miss it. We're going to unpack it and break down five ways to apply this key to your business because I don't want you to show up and work hard and work hard and not get results. So let's unpack what the key to success is that most people aren't talking about. Welcome to episode 171 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Pumped to hang out with you today. Uh, I've got a great episode for you. This will get real practical, and this is really the secret to my success in both of my businesses. I'm actually really good at this, which is a benefit, and I'm grateful for that, um, but it's something that anybody can do and anybody can learn and get better at. Before we jump into what that key to success is and unpack it in a practical way for you, and I, I believe there's something here for you today that's going to change the way you think about your business, I want to give you an opportunity to dive right into some of my best material I have an entire training, a video workshop on building the passive income business of your dreams. This is very didactic. It's going to walk you through the four components you need to actually pull off this business. So if you're just lurking or you're watching a couple of videos on YouTube, whether they're mine or somebody else's, and you're like, I, I think I know a couple of things about online business, but I don't understand how they work together, and I don't want to just be encouraged and puffed up and like told that it's possible but not know the mechanics of it, I have the workshop for you. It's some of my best training, and I give it away for free. It's my passive income workshop. It's going to teach you how to build your first $1,000 a month recurring of passive income in just 30 minutes a day. That's no joke. My students are taking this training and building their businesses off of it. It's about a 45-minute workshop, so set aside a little bit of time. But if you're ready to actually do it, this is the training for you. No fluff, just the tools, the techniques, and the strategies, and even templates and scripts you can copy to start your online passive income business. And it's free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll link to it below the video grahamcochran.com slash workshop if you're serious about starting your online passive income business. So if you are now in business building mode and you started to build your business and you're not seeing the success you want, you're going to start looking for answers. Maybe that's why you're here. And you're going to start looking for what is the missing piece? Is it my marketing plan? Is it the technology, right? Do I have the wrong tools or the wrong platform? Are my products just not desirable? Do I need to get better at copywriting? Are my videos just not looking that great? Is it, is it a, t a technical thing or the way I show up on my videos? I mean, there's a million things you could work on to improve your business, and they may or may not be relevant to where you are. All of us at some point are going to have to improve all of those things. But are they really the key to a successful business? Are they? No. And you know that instinctively, right? You know that because 
You've seen people with ugly looking websites that have a successful business. You've seen people who aren't the best on camera or their videos don't sound the best because they have a crappy microphone or don't look the best because they're just filmed on their iPhone and it's good, but it's not the best. And that's not stopping them from building a business. You might think, oh, it's audience size that's going to lead to success. But you know that's not true because you know there's businesses that have a much smaller audience than what you would expect them to have. And they're crushing it. So while all those things are important, they aren't the key to success in business. You want to know what the key to success in business is? And then we'll unpack it because I believe there's something here for you. It's so simple, my friend. The key is taking action. And do not tune out. Please don't tune out yet because we're going to have to distinguish between the actions that you're taking. But taking action is the only thing that will actually lead to success. It can also be uh, a waste of time. We could take a lot of action on a lot of things that aren't are meaningful. We'll get to that in a minute. So we have to be specific. But the difference between people who are successful and people who aren't are that the successful people take action. And they also understand these five things about taking action. Are you ready? I'm going to get real practical. And, and my goal here is that one of these five things about taking action is going to be a light bulb moment for you. And if you're watching on YouTube, I want you to leave a comment with which one it is. Um, doesn't matter what your business is. If you don't take action, it's not going to matter. Number one key here is that consistency in your action taking is key. I see too many people trying all these different things. They're on TikTok one day. They're on, you know, Clubhouse another day. They're doing video workshops another day. They're doing long form sales copy another day. They're doing an email a day, edutainment strategy another day. They're posting an entire series of videos on YouTube for 30 days in a row, but then they disappear for six months. I mean, they're trying all these different things. So they might zoom out and say, well, Graham, I take lots of action. I have done all the things, but they're not consistent with any one of them. They try something for a week, a month, maybe even a year, and then they say, well, that didn't work, and then they move on. Friend, the way this business model works is showing up consistently for years, years, right? Nobody wants to hear that, but it's true. So the good news is you don't have to do all the things, but the things you choose to do that you believe are strategic for your business, you have to continue doing and not let up. That doesn't mean lots of work. I'm talking about consistent work. So for example, when I started my very first online business, The Recording Revolution in 2009, right? This is the fall, is October 5th, 2009. I posted my very first blog post. From day one, I posted three times a week. I was like, I'm gonna commit to content marketing and I'm gonna post two articles a week. And then eventually in January, I added my YouTube channel of 2010. I was gonna post one video a week. So three posts a week was what I was gonna commit to. And I committed to one social media platform, which was Twitter. Technically not true, Facebook, but I just posted my content on Facebook. I engaged on Twitter. And I hated Twitter at the time, but Twitter at the time was where people were. And I was like, I need a place to engage and I'll at least consistently pick one platform, right? I'm not gonna do a lot on Facebook. I don't know if there was much else at the time, but I was on Twitter and I posted three times a week. The other thing I did add was for a season, maybe for about a year, I knew I wanted to be inside of a forum that was 
the, the place where all of my ideal students and customers were hanging out. It was around a piece of software called Pro Tools, but it was a music recording platform and it was a, a forum that I used to hang out with. And so in, and I knew lots of people were there and I committed to a couple times a week showing up in that community and just answering people's questions. Like it wasn't my community. Uh, I wasn't selling anything. I was like, I'm just going to show up in this community a few times a week and intentionally answer questions and be the most helpful person in the community. And they, then they can click on my name or my signature and see, oh, he's got a website called The Recording Revolution. I wonder what that's all about. And that led me to get a lot of leads early on. But I committed to those few things, posting regularly every week, picking one community to really dive in and be a helpful resource, and then just interacting on my Twitter channel and going back and forth with people and answering questions if, if they had questions. And I'd done that for 13 years. Content marketing for 13 years, and the content's changed a little bit over the time, and the frequencies or the amount per week has changed, but it's always been content every week, usually multiple pieces every week. The communities that I hang out with has changed, you know, it went from the Pro Tools, you know, recording, uh, com you know, community for many, many years to now I'm as a business coach, I'm, I'm primarily interacting with business owners. I've spent a lot of time in the Kajabi Facebook group, right? That's similar kind of thing. I spent years in that group answering questions, being helpful. That's the kind of stuff. It's the same thing, though. I've consistently showed up because anybody can show up, but the people that consistently show up get remembered you build momentum and momentum takes time. That's the thing with momentum theory is it, it, it's not doing anything more than you're doing. It's just the consistency over time. Eventually you hit these inflection points of people knowing about you, talking about you and things working. So my first question just for you is, are you consistent with whatever strategy you've committed to? How do you measure that? Be honest with yourself. Are you consistently taking action? Number two, this is the truth about taking action. Action taking can never truly sabotage your business. What do I mean? There is so much fear and insecurity in all of us, in all of life. So this could be philosophical for all of life, but let's just talk about our businesses. We are so darn afraid of making a mistake. How do I know that? Two reasons. One, I coach thousands of people like you and I know what you're afraid of, screwing up. Well, what if I write the wrong sales copy? Or what if I post the wrong videos to YouTube? What if my emails and my funnel aren't the right emails? What if I make a mistake? Oh, oh, they're so afraid. And number two, I'm afraid of making a mistake. So I'm not even gonna come down on all of you guys. I'm gonna come down on myself. I suck at experimentation. Okay, I've been working with a product strategist this year, and one of the things she wanted to do was experiment with a lot of my offers. She's like, Graham, I want to do a lot of experimentation this year with your stuff. And I was like, ah, but it's working. Yeah, I know, but it could work better. I'm like, oh, but what if we change things and like it falls apart and then I'll be like, oh, I should have kept it the same. It was working for so many years. I struggle with this because I was conditioned in school and in the culture we live in to not make mistakes, get it right. We have a testing culture, a pass-fail culture, so we're so afraid of making mistakes, and that bleeds into our business. So we're afraid of taking a new action, trying a different type of video, trying a different type of sales copy, trying a different email funnel, because we think it's going to really hurt our business. We're afraid of that. But here's the reality. It's only gonna do one of two things. A, it's either gonna work, and you're gonna be so glad you took that action, 
wow, I'm so glad I rewrote my sales funnel. Oh, I'm so glad I tried that type of video on YouTube instead of all the ones I always do because it worked. Wow, now, now I've got something that's gotten me results and I know to do more of that. So it's either gonna work, best case, or it's not gonna work and then you learn something from it. Okay, that kind of thing doesn't work or it doesn't work that well or people really didn't like that. It's not gonna sabotage your business. Even worst case, if people hate it, friend, I've made really big mistakes. So for example, I talked about this a few weeks ago when I did an episode on affiliate marketing where I partnered with a guy who was kind of a crook. Um, he had a very expensive high ticket product. He was offering an affiliate commission to me for if I just emailed my massive list at the time um, and offered them his free workshop and it put them into his funnel and then if a percentage of them bought his expensive coaching package, I was gonna get a cut of that. It seemed like a great fit, but I hadn't done my research and turns out it was kind of pretty weak content. Like they were paying a lot of money for something that was basically the same as his workshop and he didn't show up, he didn't prom deliver on all the things he promised and when they wanted a refund, he ghosted them. I had people angry at me. Graham, you recommended this guy. I trusted you. That's like reputation crushing stuff. And guess what? It didn't sabotage my business. It, I recovered from it. You recover from it by apologizing. I, I refunded people's money that wasn't even my money to refund. Like I just took care of people and I've learned a, a very valuable lesson to not affiliate promote somebody or something I don't know the people behind. And I don't know whether they're gonna serve my people well. So it was a valuable lesson. Earlier this year, we experimented heavily on YouTube with YouTube Shorts. We tried three different types of YouTube Shorts. Two of the types didn't pop at all. The ones that the one that did pop, which was more of a comedic element, it was fun to make, um, still really in the end wasn't worth the time. We saw a, a bit of a spike and it was exciting for a bit, but then we tried it for six months, you know, or maybe it was about four months, and we just realized it's not, it's not worth it right now. So we learned it's not gonna be the route for us but we tried it. I've tried paid ads. I've tried all kinds of things. I've hired people to work on paid ads and we've had some success, but basically break even stuff that wasn't really worth it. Um, and the type of customers, customers we got or leads we got weren't the same as those I was getting on content marketing. They didn't convert in the end. Even if I broke even and got leads and on paper, it was worth it to get quote unquote free leads. Those people didn't quite buy to the rate that my free people bought. So I've tried that. Nothing sabotaged the business, it, you only learn. So if you reframe every action you take as, it's either gonna work or I'm gonna learn something from it, it takes the pressure off. So if some of you are afraid to take massive action because you're afraid that it's going to sabotage or destroy your business, it's not gonna do that. Number three, when it comes to taking action in your business, I want you to educate yourself to know what the next step is and nothing more. I don't want you to bite off more than you can chew. Some of you, this is your problem. The reason you don't take action is because you're doing what? This. You're listening to this, you're watching this, and that's it. You're just 
scooping up, gorging yourself on courses, podcasts, YouTube videos, webinars, and you know so much information. You almost know too much information that you're too smart for your own good, and then you talk yourself out of taking action, or you're a perfectionist, whether you admit it or not, because you're waiting till you know the perfect way to do X, Y, and Z, or let me just take a few more courses on that subject or read just a few more books on that, and then I'll feel comfortable stepping out and writing that sales copy or making my first YouTube video or building my product, and you're just waiting. Friend, this is one area that I have benefited in that I, I am, if you look at the books behind me, if you're watching on YouTube, right, it's, I've read a lot of books in my life, but there's so many more I could read. I'm a master at reading a book, digesting it, and then applying everything I possibly can from that book and acting on as much as I possibly can over and over and over again. I know a few things and have used them so often and have benefited from them rather than knowing everything and using hardly any of it. So you may know a lot more than I do. The reason I have been successful as far as what's depended on me is I take action. And so I've learned to read something and then if I know this, I need to implement this, stop. I've learned to watch a course. I don't even finish courses. I will buy a course. I remember I spent $2,000 on a course years ago. I watched the first two videos out of maybe 15, and I was like, this is what I needed. This is what I needed from the course. I'm gonna implement this. I took one idea from one of those two videos, implemented them in a launch I was about to do, and made an additional an additional $15,000 that I know I wouldn't have had I not implemented that strategy. It was very clear cut. So I took a $2,000 course, only watched 15% of it and made 15 grand, but not only in that moment, but now I've had that strategy and that technique to use for the last almost decade since taking that course. It's made me hundreds of thousands of dollars probably. I don't know if I ever finished that course. I tend to wanna be a finisher because I'm a guy that reads a book and I wanna read the whole book, but I usually will stop and take massive action on the thing that I know I need to take action on. Maybe that's you. Maybe you are just gorging yourself. You're at the buffet of information, which we are living in the most buffet of times when it comes to information, where you're just a glutton. You struggle with information gluttony, and you are just shoving it down, and you have excess calories, information calories, that are useless, and that's why you're taking on this extra weight and this information knowledge fat right on your body, metaphorically speaking, because it's useless calories. They're empty calories because you're not using them, you're not burning them. And so I'd rather you eat fewer information calories and use them and then come back when you need more and then come back when you need more or need to learn something new, need to learn something new, then use it. Number four, some of you are letting your your emotions, excuse me, dictate your action taking. So part of doing business in general and then in particular doing online business where you, it's very public, you're, you're writing at the very least is public or your voice or your face or both are public if you have a video or podcast, part of it is just scary because you're putting yourself out there. I mean, it's, it is scary. It would be nicer in a lot of ways to be able to remain anonymous or nobody know who you are and still reap the benefits of this business. And there are some businesses like that but they're in a lot of ways harder to create or build. 
And for better or for worse, being a public figure, even if it's only a thousand people on the internet that know you, you can make a six figure income off only a thousand people, by the way, even if it's only a thousand, still a thousand people watching what you do, listening to what you do, reading what you do. So the more things you try to do and need to do in your business, the more uncomfortable it's going to be because you're by nature of what we're doing, we're stepping out of our comfort zone. Even for performers like me, I love to be on camera. I love to talk to people. I love to be in front of people. It's still pushing me outside of my comfort zone. It's scary. So the problem there is that then your emotions, your fears, what will people think of me? What if I make a fool of myself? What if I don't have an answer to a question? This is one reason why a lot of people, my students in particular, don't like doing lives where there's Q&A elements because, well, Graham, what if they ask me a question on the spot, live in front of people? I don't have the answer. It's a real fear. That kind of emotional weight can hold you back from taking action. Some of you, it's just your emotions that are holding you back. You know what action you need to take. You believe that taking those actions will lead to benefits, especially if you're consistent over time. But there's just there's fears, insecurities, doubts, confusion, shame, guilt. Um, I, I know of students who are afraid of their family members knowing um too much personal information about them or, um, I mean, there's just, yeah, there's all, all kinds of fears. And that's gonna hold you back from taking massive action. There's a lot of my students who won't go on YouTube. They want to, they know they should, or that it could greatly benefit them, but they're afraid of seeing the comments. It's a legitimate fear. Comments can be pretty brutal. People say some really, really hurtful things on YouTube, on the internet in general, but especially on YouTube. I feel like it's like, no offense to YouTubers or people who leave comments on YouTube videos because I love watching videos, but people who leave comments on YouTube videos, the trolls, they're like the bottom feeders of trolls. Like, I feel like the YouTubers are the worst, the people that leave comments on YouTube videos, negative comments. It's, it's inevitable. To see the good feedback, you have to see the bad. To, to make a difference in someone's life online, you have to post something that could ruffle feathers. Even if what you think you're posting isn't, or what you post you don't think is controversial, someone's not gonna like you or like something about you, and that's gonna lead to a negative comment. So that's a fear. That could be holding you back. I think you should take stock of your emotions, and they're worth a lot, and you should pay attention to them, and you should acknowledge them. I don't think you should bury them or ignore them, but I think it's like anything. If you're gonna change your life and build an incredible life around an incredible business that gives you freedom and flexibility and also helps people and makes you great money, you're going to have to do some things that are uncomfortable. You don't have to do things that go against your values or beliefs, but everything we do is going to be a little scary. It's scary to step out. It's much easier to just work a job and complain than it is to step out and do something like this. It's hard. So don't let your emotions dictate your action taking. Acknowledge them and take the action anyway. And number five, and this is critical, and I want to end here because this is a lot of you. Okay, Graham, taking massive action is key. I'm taking a lot of action. I am doing hashtag all the things. Number five, make sure you're taking the right actions. I talk about this all the time. I have been a guinea pig for online business for you. Okay, I've been running online business for 13 years. 
I've built two online businesses in two different niches. One's a hobbyist niche. One's a business to business niche. I've broke the million dollar year mark in both of those businesses. I say all of that to say that I've gone before you and I've learned a lot of stuff. One of the things I've learned is that I've, as I've tested on myself is that a majority of what I used to do in my business and a majority of what you are probably doing in your business makes little to no difference in the results that you're looking to get. It's just what Tim Ferriss would call work for work's sake. It's like you're being a busybody. You're just doing stuff. And so you might be exhausted because you are taking massive action. You're on Clubhouse every day and TikTok and you've got you know, email marketing funnels going and you're doing webinars and you're going live on YouTube and you've got a podcast and you're building a new course every month and you've got a membership and you launched a mastermind and you're exhausted. You're taking care of emails. You're responding to comments on YouTube. You're responding to your DMs and Instagram. I'm exhausted. You're like, Graham, I am committed I've got educated, I'm doing all these things and I'm still not seeing results. And you're telling me that taking action is the key to success? Well, if that were true, I would be super successful and super rich now because I am taking massive action. And that's where I say to you, I'm sorry, but you have been taking action on the wrong things. And not only am I sorry, but I've got good news for you. You can stop doing 80% or more of the things you're doing and you'll still get the same pathetic results, but you will at least free up 80% of your time to focus on the 20% of what you're doing or maybe you need to be doing that actually moves the needle forward. So you don't have to work that hard to make this business successful. I, I get asked this a lot because I've, I've done some media and some press and people are like, oh, and even in my book, oh, wow, okay, Graham, you only work five hours a week now or your business only requires five hours of, of your time a week now. But surely when you started, you had to grind. Well, the answer is no. A, I, I've never worked more than 32 hours a week in my business. And it's part of my story. And I've told it before, but I won't, I won't go into details here. But two, the reason I worked 32 hours a week back then was because I didn't know any better. Like every year I've been like tentatively, because I struggle with this too, like tentatively stop posting to Twitter. Stop engaging on Facebook. Um, stop posting three times a week. Will that make a difference? Stop, stop responding to YouTube comments. Stop opening up my email all day long. Stop checking email every day. Like I was like slowly like removing things to see if they made any difference and realizing, oh my gosh, it doesn't make any difference. Tim Ferriss in the four hour work week, which you should have 100% read for the elimination section alone. Like 20% of the book, that part of the book alone is worth the price of admission and can change your life. He really challenges our default thinking, which is the more I do, the more results I'll get. The reality is you'll only get results if you're doing the right things. And he really believes in, and I have become a testament to this, that Pareto's principle, this idea that 80% of your results are coming from 20% of your activities and the other 20% of your, your results are coming from 80% of your activities. This lopsided nature reveals to us that most of what we do has a little effect. It might have some effect, 
It might actually help your business a little bit, but to take up 80% of your time, is it really worth it? So my friend, you need to do an 80-20 analysis. You need to take a good hard look at every task you do. I don't have time to go into it now, but here's the short Cliff Notes version. As soon as this episode's over, or pause this right now, write down on a piece of paper or a Google Doc everything you do in a day, week, or month for your business that you can think of that you did in the last day, week, or month of your business. Just write them all down, bullet points, so you see it all, and you go, oh my gosh, I do a lot. And then I want you to circle every single one of those that actually directly leads to money-making in your business. That you can directly see a correlation to money-making your business, circle those. Everything else is up for debate. You could just cut all those other things completely, or you could start to go through his framework of automate and delegate if just straight up eliminating isn't in the cards for you. So that's a short synopsis of it. There's more we could do if you really need to get better at delegating um, because that could take things that directly lead to money-making but don't require your face or voice or unique specific knowledge. Those could also be delegated as well. But my friend, at least stop and assess what are you doing? Because the only reason I'm able to run my business in so few hours a week is not because I work faster than everybody else. It's because I just do less than everybody else. And I've learned that most of what people are doing doesn't make any difference or not enough difference to be worth the time. So I can just do the few things that matter. And as you build momentum, your income can really skyrocket as you work less, but you can start working less now. You don't have to wait for your income to be up for you to work less. Just do the things that matter. So friend, it all comes down to action taking. Wishing you'll have a business doesn't make it true. Manifesting your business doesn't make it a reality. Um, you know, Having a vision board doesn't make it a reality. Being in a community and talking about it with others doesn't make it a reality. Some of those things might help you, but what makes it a reality is you taking action and you taking the right action consistently. And that's, that's what matters. So what I want you to do as we wrap up this episode, if you're listening to the podcast, answer this question for yourself. If you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment below. Which of those five keys to action taking was your light bulb moment? Is it being consistent? Is it realizing that every action you take is either going to work or just be a, a learning opportunity? It's not going to sabotage you. Is it that you need to take smaller bites of education and just act more on what you do know instead of gorging yourself at the buffet of information? Is it that you need to stop letting your emotions prohibit you from taking action? Or is it that you need to start taking the right actions and eliminating all the wasted actions? Which one resonated with you the most? Leave a comment below. And if you're ready to take an action step that could actually make a difference in your business, take my free workshop, my passive income workshop. It'll give you everything you know to launch your business and make your first $1,000 online passively. Okay, that's free. It's right below or grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Have an amazing day. It's good to see you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'll see you in another episode. Yes, sir.